the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is How Jesus Helps Us, or we could say How Jesus Changes Us. It's estimated that over 500,000 Americans are physically paralyzed due to a variety of causes. Each year, more than 10,000 are additionally paralyzed due to accidents. What we don't know is the number of Americans who are emotionally paralyzed. Though not as devastating as physical paralysis, it is far more common. There are many paralyzing emotions in life. You can be paralyzed by fear. You can be paralyzed by worry. You can be paralyzed by grief, by loneliness, by hidden anger, by indecision, and all kinds of emotional situations. When you're emotionally paralyzed, you feel helpless and hopeless to change your situation. There are three emotions in particular that keep us from becoming all that God wants us to be. One, our fears about the future. Two, our regrets about the past. And three, our doubts about our abilities. Today we are looking at how Jesus helps us to resolve all three of those issues. We're looking at a story in the New Testament of a man whose life was radically changed by Jesus. Luke chapter 5, 17 through 19, in the message paraphrase, says, One day as he was teaching, Pharisees and religion teachers were sitting around. They had come from nearly every village in Galilee and Judea, even as far away as Jerusalem, to be there. The healing power of God was in them. Some men arrived carrying a paraplegic on a stretcher. They were looking for a way to get into the house and set him before Jesus. When they couldn't find a way in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof, removed some tiles, 
and let him down in the middle of everyone, right in front of Jesus. The man we are looking at today was physically paralyzed. But the three things that Jesus said to this man are the three things that we need to hear again and again. One, Jesus will ease our fears. Imagine the scene. Jesus was in a packed room teaching, standing room only. All of a sudden he hears some noise above his head. He looked up, tiles were being removed from the roof, and there is a gaping hole right above where he is seated. Four men are letting down a man on a stretcher right in front of Jesus. This shows how desperate this man was to be healed. And when Jesus looked at him, he doesn't say, excuse me, you're interrupting me. Notice what Jesus says in, in Matthew's account, recorded in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 2. He says, some people brought to him as paralyzed man on a mat. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, take heart, son. Take heart. Cheer up. Don't be afraid. It's okay. You're not bothering me. You see, the first thing Jesus says was designed to ease this man's fears because he cared about how he felt. Jesus cares about how you feel and how I feel. If you are discouraged, he cares about your discouragement. If you feel lonely, he cares about your loneliness. If you feel worried, frightened, insecure, anxious about the future, he cares about that also. 365 times in the Bible, it says, fear not. This is one for every day of the year. Jesus says, don't be afraid. So when you study what Jesus said to people, he almost always started with, don't be afraid, it's okay, be encouraged, cheer up. So why does Jesus ease our fears before he does anything else? Because fear is a universal problem which all of us have to deal with. We don't like to admit our fears, but everyone listening to this message has their private insecurities, their private anxieties, and private fears. So what are you worried about today? Your health? Your finances? Your children? Your past? Your future? Jesus understands the present problems and pressures you are feeling right now. And he says, let me ease your fears. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 25, worry weighs a person down, and an encouraging word cheers a person up. And that's exactly what Jesus starts with. He starts with an encouraging word. I don't know what you're going through, what you're facing this week, or what you faced last week, but this I do know, 
God does know what you are experiencing, what you're feeling, what you're going through. And he cares. He can help you and his word to you is, don't be afraid. I can handle it. So what should you do with your fears and anxieties? Give them to Jesus Christ. As First Peter chapter 5 and verse 7 says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares for you. But secondly, Jesus will eliminate our guilt. Notice the second thing Jesus says to this paralyzed man in Luke chapter 5 and verse 20. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, young man, your sins are forgiven. Now notice that the man didn't come asking for forgiveness. He came for healing. And Jesus looks at him and says, your sins are forgiven. So what's going on? The man was more interested in his external problems, which is typical of human behavior. We always care more about the problems going on around us and the problem in our bodies than we are in the, with the problems in our souls. Jesus looks beneath the surface issue. He looks beneath the symptoms and he deals with the real issue. He goes immediately to the cause. So when Jesus works in our life, he always works in our heart first. You see, he looks at this man and he saw that he was physically paralyzed, but he knew that he had a hidden wound in his heart and he was emotionally paralyzed too. We don't know exactly all that was going on in the man's life. We don't know the, the pain that he has experienced and the people who, uh, who have been very mean to him and uh, the anger that, that he had in his heart. But the man was paralyzed by his past like so many of us are. We can't get on with the future if we are stuck in the past, either by guilt over things we have done to other people or resentment over things they have done to us. So Jesus deals with the real issue here. And he says, young man, your sins are forgiven. Now most of the world is dying to hear these three words, you are forgiven. Why? Because we have all blown it. We are are all messed up. We have all made mistakes. We have all sinned. None of us is perfect. So we all need forgiveness from God. You see, guilt is an incredibly paralyzing emotion. It robs you of your energy, your strength, and your joy. Our bodies are not meant to carry a load of guilt. Studies prior to COVID-19 have shown that 50% of the people in hospitals were there because of a stress-related illness primarily for unresolved guilt or anger. But I'm not saying that uh, all suffering is caused by guilt, but a lot, of it, a lot of it is. So you ask, should a Christian ever feel guilty? 
Yes, but for about 30 seconds. That's how long it takes to recognize that you have, you have sinned, that you confess it to God, admit it, and say, God, I want to change. I want your forgiveness. You see, God doesn't want us to carry a load of guilt all the time. Jesus Christ came to ease our fears and to eliminate our guilt. That is what the cross is all about that we are celebrating today, the communion service. We all need to know or to be reminded how Jesus Christ forgives. And the Bible is very clear about that. He forgives us instantly. Isaiah 55, 7 and 8 says, Let the wicked leave their way of life and change their way of thinking. Let them turn to the Lord our God. He is merciful and quick to forgive. My, my thoughts, says the Lord, are not yours, and my ways are different from yours. Yes, the Lord is quick to forgive. He does not say, I want you to suffer a little while before I forgive you. You know, that's the way we think of forgiveness. If someone hurts us, we don't want to instantly tell them that they are forgiven. We want them to suffer a little bit. We want them to feel it. We want them to grovel a little bit. But Jesus never makes us wait. The moment you ask for forgiveness, it is given instantly. But secondly, he forgives us completely. Colossians chapter 2, 13 and 14 says, He forgives all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Jesus was nailed to the cross and our sins were nailed to the cross with him. So we can stop nailing ourselves to the cross. You see, our sins are forgiven. It's instant and it's complete. So the question could be asked, which of your sins did Jesus die for? All of them. Past, present, and future. They're all forgiven completely. Annulled. Obliterated from God's memory. It's when God wipes out a sin, it says he's, he not only forgives it, he completely annuls it. In other words, he remembers our sins no more. So here's the point. If Jesus Christ wipes, confess sin from his memory, don't you think you should? If your sins have been completely forgiven and forgotten, don't you think you should start forgiving yourself? Some of you have asked God to forgive you for sin and you keep hanging on to it and feeling guilty. Now, if you feel guilty over sin that you have confessed to God and repented of, then that guilt is not from God. It is from the devil who is the accuser of the brethren. But three, he forgives us freely. In other words, you will never be able to earn God's forgiveness. You'll never be able to deserve it. 
God's forgiveness is a gift of his grace to his children. Romans 3.22 says in the Living Bible says, Now God says he will accept and acquit us, declares us not guilty if we trust Jesus Christ to take away our sins, no matter who we are or what we have been like. And Luke 5.20 in the NIV translation says, When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. Jesus calls the paralytic man friend. You see, it doesn't matter who you are, what you have done in life. Jesus wants to be your friend. He wants to have a relationship with you because that's what you were put on earth for. You were made for a relationship with God he created in his own image because you wanted to spend eternity with him. You see, if you miss that, then you miss the very purpose of your life. The purpose of your life is more than just making money and enjoying life and the good things of life, retiring and then die. The purpose of your life and mine is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, to experience his love, his grace, his peace, and to look forward to the time that we're going to spend with him in eternity. It's so important that we understand that Jesus forgives us instantly, completely, and freely. Because if we don't understand that, Every time something goes wrong in our life, we are going to start thinking, God is getting even with me. When something goes wrong, we are going to say, God is punishing me for what I did. No, he's not. The Bible says if you are a Christian, if you have given your life to Jesus Christ, he took the punishment for all of your sins on the cross. Why would God punish you if Jesus Christ was already punished for your sins? That would be double jeopardy. It would be a waste of the cross for God to punish you for a sin that Jesus has already paid for. But the third thing, Jesus will enable us to do what seems impossible. Look at what Jesus said to the paralyzed man in Matthew chapter 5, 24 through 26. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe. And they praised God, exclaiming, We have seen amazing things today. But think about it. Jesus asked the paralyzed man to do the very thing he had been unable to do his entire life. This man is an invalid. Wherever he he went during his life, someone had to take him there because he couldn't walk. And Jesus looks at him and said, I want you to stand up. And take up your mat and go home. So why in the world would Jesus do that? Why did he ask the paralyzed man to do the impossible? Jesus wanted to stretch his faith. 
Because faith is not something you believe. Faith is something that you do. Faith is not something that you think about. Faith is an activity. It is obeying God and doing what he says to do, even if it seems impossible. What is God asking you to do that looks impossible right now? Are you in a situation in which you feel powerless, helpless, and hopeless? Are you struggling with the painful memories that you do not seem to be able to forgive or forget? Are you stuck in a habit that you have tried many, many times to change and can't? Jesus specializes in these things, in these situations. He is the God of the impossible, something that I spoke about last week. In many ways, every one of us is like the paralyzed man. We may be paralyzed by envy, by worry, by shame, by guilt, or fear. It doesn't help just knowing that Jesus can ease our fears, eliminate our guilt, and enable us to do what seems impossible. If we don't act on it, it makes no difference knowing it. So what you need to do today are the three things that this paralyzed man did. One, he turned to Jesus because he was in need. He believed Jesus could and would help him change his life. And three, he did what Jesus told him to do, even when it seemed impossible. Your situation may be difficult and seem impossible to change, but remember Jesus has all power in heaven and on earth and will never fail you. There's nobody like Jesus. He alone is the way from turmoil to peace. He alone is the way from burdens to blessings, from sorrow to joy, from fear to faith, from desperation to hope, from weakness to strength, from defeat to victory, from sadness to gladness, from sin to salvation, from death to life, and from earth to heaven. Only eternity will be able to reveal the number of lives that have been blessed and encouraged and healed and changed by Jesus, whom the Word of God speaks of as the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the creator of the universe, the express image of the Father, the brightness of God's glory, and the same yesterday, today, and forever. So trust him. He will answer your prayer. He will meet your need. And you will never be the same again. Try it and you'll see. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web 
at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.